Breakups are often the symptom of problems in a relationship. My workbook series, The Knowledge, is focused on helping you change your life in four key areas. Retaining the information that I teach, personal growth, improving your relationships, and of course, reattracting your ex. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about how can they do this to me? Well, I think one of the things that everybody experiences after a breakup is wondering how could that person do this to you? How could somebody that you were so close with, that you loved so much and you thought was so close to you, just abandon you and walk away from what you guys have had, sometimes for many, many years. Right. And it's an awful feeling. It's an awful feeling, right. So we're going to be talking about that today because I got an email about this and I'm just going to share the email and then we'll get into it, okay? So they said, uh, hi Coach Craig, my name is Samantha and I absolutely adore both you and Coach Margaret. Oh, how nice. I am pretty much a self-help addict. <laughs> and have been for years. Well, good for you, Samantha. I've read a ton or tons of books and watched hours on end things related to self-help and psychology, but you blow everyone out of the water. Well, good. I like her. She's got good I taste. I like her already, yes. The way you explain things in a way that it makes it look simple when no one else can shows how much you guys really know your stuff. I had to write you after your video recently, Surprising and Powerful Unconscious Connections. That video was outstanding. That was the video that you talked about, the family systems. The family systems. I wondered if that was comprehensible. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah, a lot of people sent yeah. uh, messages and emails. They really liked that video. Good. And they asked, they said they wanted to hear more about that. Absolutely. Uh, she says, every day has been a struggle since my breakup a few months ago. I honestly thought I was a good partner. She said she, I was a good. I think she meant a good partner. Yeah. Now that I'm really looking or taking a look at my behavior and attitude, I realize that there were a lot of things I could have done differently. Mm. I'm working hard to make those changes as I truly do want to be the best version of myself. Good. The thing that I don't understand is how could my ex do this to me? He seemed to truly love me and our life together. It all seems like it fell apart so quickly. It really does feel yeah. like it falls yeah. apart very quickly. It really doesn't, but it feels like it does because you don't know the process is in motion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because a lot of times your ex just doesn't tell you what's been bothering them sure. or what they've been thinking about you or feeling about the relationship. We had some arguments. Things seemed to get heated and we didn't repair things correctly. We both got frustrated right away and then he left without working on it. Okay, so that is, a, I think, a major question that everybody wants to know is, I don't understand how this person loved me and just completely went from caring about me and making me the part of their life right. to not even wanting to talk to me anymore. Right. Right and gave me no warning. How could they do that? 
but people find it very difficult to say difficult things up front to people. And I'm going to talk about that in another upcoming um, talk on how difficult that is for most people. Mm -hmm. But that's part of the reason. They don't want to tell you, they don't want to see you be upset. They don't want you to be upset. And so some people will try to run before they have to tell you anything, which I think is much more difficult than even if you have some reason, at least give me some reason why you're not happy. Yeah, and then one of the things that happens is that that person just doesn't want to tell you the whole truth. Right. And they'll give you half-truths or sometimes they'll mix the truth and then they'll say some things yep. that just aren't even related. Right. And this is just my personal thoughts sure. on it. I feel like avoidance are more likely to give you an excuse that is a misdirection. Okay. I feel like the avoidance will say things that aren't any basis in reality sometimes to throw you off their trail. Yes. Probably an avoidant would be tempted to do that. Right. And so I didn't they like the way you folded my socks. And then you'll be like, wait a minute, what the socks? You never complained about. Like they may say something to you like, you know, one of the, my biggest problems with you is that you've been selfish. Mm -hmm. And you're thinking to yourself, but I was the giving one. Mm -hmm. This doesn't make How any does sense. How does that work? Right. And then this is just my personal thoughts on it. I feel like it's because when they do that, part of it is that they're projecting their own shortcomings onto you, but it also keeps you distracted and off the topic. Right, because they don't want to interact with you around this for more than the one second they can get away with. And they're trying to keep you at yeah. a distance, yeah. right? Yeah. And the other thing is you don't want to say cruel things to people either. You're terribly boring after six weeks of being with you. Uh, you know, I resorted to doing crossword puzzles. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, one of the things that I found is that the avoidant will say something cruel and they're just saying, I'm just being honest with you. Right. Oh, that's a famous line. Mm -hmm. I'm only telling the truth after I said the most mean thing on earth. Don't you want me to be honest with yeah. you? Okay. Yeah. And then you're sitting there like, well, what do I say to this? Because yeah. I do want you to be honest, but I don't want you to say it like that. Yeah. And so uh, I have found that yeah. avoidance tend to do stuff that will keep you at a distance. And so they leave you confused. And about, keep it in an uproar. I got you. Yeah, keep it confused. So you, you don't know quite what happened. And I think I've discussed this with you about yeah. like, it, like spaghetti against the wall to see yeah. what sticks. Yeah. And then whatever topic you get hung up on is the one that they stay with. They stay with, right. But I think that everybody kind of goes through, I don't know, maybe three main things after the the breakup and after they're sitting the there thinking you know how could they do this to me uh in relation to that i just feel like one of the big things is first of all it's a helpless feeling terrible yeah you've had your whole life arranged around this person and then all of a sudden they say oh no i'm pulling the rug and taking it with me bye yeah yeah and, and you don't know what to do because you think you got to beg and plead and try and convince them and tell them what you have that's so special and get them to see it and that just doesn't work, right? It just, right. that, and so you feel even more helpless because, you know, sometimes, you know, when we're doing a Skype, I'm like, well, I would really suggest you stay in no contact. And you're like, well, what do I do? This feels like I can't do anything. Right. Well, obviously during that time, I always advocate for personal growth and making personal growth your number one priority. Right. Okay. But is there anything you can do to fix the breakup, undo the breakup? No, there isn't. 
Not uh, not, not often right, then. right afterwards. Right. Yeah, right often then. you you have to wait for the window of opportunity. Right. Which is which is really really hard and scary. Yeah. Because you're always thinking, well, I feel like it's never gonna come. Right. Um, but you know, one of the things that you had said to me is that um, you're you're really left confused after the breakup because oftentimes that person had just told you how much they meant to you. Right. Before they broke up with you. Yes. And I think, I think one of the reasons for that is that they were reevaluating the relationship and thought of all these wonderful things about you and thought how much you meant before they thought about why they couldn't have that for whatever reason. That's true. Yeah. I, I think that's probably true. You know, and I've gone over the text with the Applebee's girl, b girl before to review things right. and see what happened there. And sure enough, there were text messages that same week right. that said, I loved you. Yep. And told her, you know, her telling me how she felt. And so, yeah, a lot of times your ex is saying those things even the week before. Because and that makes they're it... wrestling with the question. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things that I think happens right away is you immediately start to beat yourself up. Everybody seems to do that. Mm -hmm. First you're in shock, I think, with anything like that. You're first kind of dazed and say, what? And then most of us say, what did I do wrong? Right. Much more than what did the other person do wrong? What did I do wrong? And so that's when you start to think, well, if I did all these things, that's why they were able to do this to me. That's the correlation there. You try to make it make sense. Yeah, yeah exactly. So how could they have done that to me? I must have done something bad because that's how we're all trained. Yeah. We, we are all trained that if we're nice to people, they'll be nice to us back. And here comes this horrible thing that happens, right? And it, does, it defies all justice. So we look to see what we did wrong. Yeah, yep. because, you know, first you're feeling helpless and hopeless and and you're so overwhelmed that you start to evaluate then once you're evaluating you're like well this isn't adding up for me i must have done something wrong they said they loved me last week and now they don't and, yep. and now they're talking to somebody new i don't understand how did that work yeah so you're really getting confused overwhelmed you start to beat yourself up and then a depression right exactly a depression beating yourself up is a very bad thing to do most of us do it, most of us are programmed to do it, but it's not good for you and you don't want to do it any more than you can avoid. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then I think maybe the worst part about it is when you are so overwhelmed with the anxiety, the depression, yeah. uh, the guilt, uh, maybe some cases shame if you did something wrong, yeah. uh, whatever the feelings are, you just are feeling so out of control yeah. emotionally. Yeah, and you're left with all those feelings swirling in your head, and you haven't even had a chance to begin to sort them out yet. Yeah. yeah. Except that there's something wrong with me, and I think you're right about shame. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your body literally feels hijacked. Yeah. Right? Like, I can't control my thoughts anymore. I can't stop thinking about this. Right. I can't stop feeling horrible. You wake up feeling horrible. You have nightmares feeling horrible. You wake up in cold sweats. Absolutely. You're, you can't seem to do anything to make the feeling go away and it just makes you feel out of control. And those are trauma symptoms, basically, that you're shocked, your life has been pulled out from under you, and you have trauma symptoms. Those are trauma anxiety symptoms. And what do you have to do with trauma, Margaret? You have to talk about it. 
Talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Right. In fact, if we were to get boring, it's because we keep saying, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. There's something that happens with the brain that it's elastic and it heals yep. when you talk about it. If you don't talk about it, here's the, other, here's the other way to look at that. If you don't talk about it, because it's a trauma, it, it has different powers from other kinds of thoughts. It sort of floats in your head, unconnected to time. The minute you start to talk about it and say, well, it happened 10 years ago or 5 years ago or 20 minutes ago, then you have the first step of taking control of it because you've nailed it down in time. We were together this long, etc., etc., etc. So that's probably one of the first things to do is talk about it enough to nail it down in time. Yes. Okay. And of course, you know, that's one of the benefits of talking with Margaret and I in, in, in a Skype is that when you talk about it and you get the story out, not only are you going to get feedback and a plan on what to do, but you're going to feel better just talking about it yes. and getting it out. Yes. You know, you have told me some crazy stories of trauma. Yep. Um, and things that you saw happen when somebody talked about it. I remember you telling me, I don't even remember how many years ago, about a guy who had like walked into a barn and he saw somebody that was hung or something. Yes, was hanged. Yeah. Yeah. And years later, looking at a magazine, um, there was... Somebody was selling an antique gun, which is what the guy had shot himself with. The The... This guy was a former police officer, and he this was a real experience he had. He had managed to block it out for years, and when he saw an ad for this gun in a magazine, it all came back to him in visual terms. That's, that's incredible. Yeah, uh, but the mind does block trauma as best it can. It tries real hard, but there are things that bring it back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, breakups are traumatizing. Yes. Because they're overwhelming yep. your senses and you feel out of control, right? right? And yeah, absolutely. Overwhelming your senses is a really good way to put it. Your physical senses, your emotional senses, it, it robs all your senses of sanity. Yeah. yeah, and there's a helplessness with it, oh, right? Oh, terrible. Yeah. And so that's why you guys feel a lot better when you're watching the videos because you're learning and you're gaining some strategies and ideas and changing things and when you do that it gives you a little bit more sense of control but in terms of first aid the other thing you realize quickly is that we know about these symptoms these symptoms have been written about from time immemorial and you're normal it this does not mean you're going crazy it just means you're feeling very normal things absolutely yeah. so one of the things that you just gotta remember is that you know even though your ex was close with you and you may have had a good thing going in a lot of ways, you know, just because they did this doesn't mean that it didn't ever matter to them. No, it does not mean that. And I think we'll talk about that more yeah. in another video yeah. too. Uh -huh. um, but, you know, everybody kind of sits there and thinks, how could they do this to me? Just recently they told me how much I meant to them. You just said that. Um, Think of all the sweet nothings they whispered in my ear. Mm -hmm. They did wonderful things for me. How could they go from that? And most people tell us there was a brief period of distancing before the actual breakup. Something seemed off is a word I hear often. Mm -hmm. Something was off for a couple of days or um, a couple of weeks or something just wasn't quite right. 
And so the person then distances a little bit because they have to to do this thing, mm -hmm. and then they manage to get it out to you. Absolutely, However yeah. awkwardly. Mm -hmm. One of the other things that I always see is around a vacation. Right. For some reason, I see a lot of breakups where there was a very close upcoming vacation. Or there had just been one. Yeah. Um, yes. I have my thoughts on that, which I'll share for what they're worth to you. Um, if you leave everything familiar and go on a vacation with somebody, that's an awful lot of intense togetherness without even other people coming in and out to, to break it up. Mm -hmm. So people are either afraid to go on the vacation for fear it will be too intense, mm -hmm. or they went on the vacation and it really was too intense. Yeah. And so they're just, it's like a backlash. Yep. All right. So things to think about, and we totally understand why you're going through, what you're going through, and of course, when you want to talk to us, just go to my website, askcraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email and I do Skype. Margaret is available for Skype coaching. Please feel free to sign up. I enjoy hearing from you. But make sure you subscribe to the channel and like the video. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.